Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. Growth and change is not a function of how motivated you are. Man, I have learned that lesson the hard way. I, I'm i super motivation guy. Man, I, I've got a lot of personal energy. I, I'm the kind of guy that gets super excited about an idea. And the first thing that happens is I, I play with how awesome it could be and all the wonderful benefits and what if, and wouldn't this be great? And, and if I get sufficiently excited, then I go back and say, all right, let's figure out all the tactical stuff, how to do it. By the way, as a sidebar, I married my opposite. So my wife, well, she starts with what's actually practical. Can we do this? What are the real options? How hard will it be? How much will it cost? I mean, the maybe, maybe the more mature questions, right? Like before she gets excited, she wants to know if this thing's realistic. I, I say that more to highlight I'm I'm excitement guy, right? I'm big vision and excitement and let's figure this out. And and man, I'll just tell you, it's not just me. I think it's all of us as humans. Excitement is really good for getting you off the ground and really bad at keeping you growing. If you want to do upgrades, if you want to do system changes, if you want to really make new normals happen for you, You've got to get tactical. You've got to get systemic. You've got to get repeatable tools and habits and routines. And and honestly, at some point, um, right about now, I've lost a chunk of you. Uh, You were wired actually more like me. And the idea of habits and systems and tools feels like the most soul-sucking, exhausting concept. Like, man, I'm here to get fired up. Remember, I will get fired up. I can't help it. And hopefully some of that energy might uh, spill over into you and remind you that this really does matter. But man, what I want to talk about is the tools and tactics. And I want to come at it not from the way I think a lot of other people who are in this space talk about it. I think most of the people talking about systems and tools and tactics, they are highly disciplined, highly structured rule followers. Man, they're like, give me the system, give me the rules, and I will execute it. And man, I have systems and rules, and I will talk about that stuff. But that is not who I am. I I don't light up when you talk about systems, tactics, and rules. Not intrinsically. What has happened is I have come to see the incredible power, the value that, honestly, that I don't know another way to do it. Like, this is the only way I think we work. However, man, I just think it might be helpful to know it's this interesting dichotomy because I come at it from the standpoint of these tools serve me. And so I love spontaneity. I love freedom. I don't like being pinned down and and told I got to follow the same. If I had to follow a routine, the exact same routine, I was going to say for 20 years, man, even for two years, some part of me gets a little nauseous if I could be real honest and confess. That is not who I am. And yet I'm about to do a whole podcast talking about routines and systems and processes. Why? How? It's because for me, what I want to do is I want to give you a tool chest. I want to give you like if we're chefs, I want to give you a ton of great ingredients and equipment and machines and knives and mixers and all the things that you need in order to make your own custom situation. 
And maybe a chef's better than a tool. I like this metaphor. I'm going to play with it. The, the chef analogy is like, dude, I don't want to eat the same meal every day. And neither do you. But you know what I also don't want to do? I've learned if I don't wash my hands before I cook, hmm, the chances of me getting sick and having a really bad day go way up. So yeah, I should probably just wash my hands. It's not massively life disruptive, but it is very much like a, a this beautiful imbalance. That's what I'm looking for, right? Small effort, big return. I can dodge a ton of things. So a little factoid for you. Do you know that about 80% of the sickness that we call flu-like viruses in the U.S. is actually foodborne sicknesses from bad food hygiene that people just don't follow good food hygiene, whether they're eating out or in the restaurant, at home, whatever. So, hey, I'd like to dodge a lot of those quote-unquote flu-like viruses. I should probably wash my hands. Yeah, that, that's a simple thing that's made my life really better. But let, let's play stay with the metaphor. But that doesn't mean that I also only eat exactly the same thing, you know, some sort of a kale salad with uh, tofu toppings. Now, don't get me wrong. I actually kind of like kale. I know I'm not supposed to. Um, Kale's pretty good. Cooked in certain things, uh, mixed in certain salads. I mean, it could be great. Having said that, I don't eat kale every meal just because it's good for me and I happen to kind of like it. I have a variety. There's some things that I want to do just because, man, it's worth it. Small effort, big return over time. And then there's other things I want. I don't, I don't just okay with variety. I need variety. Like a, it's a Scott Wozniak confession time here. So what I want to talk about is tools and systems, but not the single tool and not the single system. I'm not going to give you the plan for the perfect life, but I want to play with all the great ingredients. Like, ooh, kale's good this way. Yeah, I don't recommend eating kale that way. Uh, Generally speaking, nobody likes it that way. But you know what? If you mix it with this and add a touch of this, like, hey, that's pretty sweet. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I I like some steak. Um, No, the way I want to eat steak. I have done some research and uh, we could have this argument later, but I've been convinced there is a particular kind of grass-fed way of getting steak that reduces most of the heart issues that people are worried about. So you get it lean, you get it grass-fed, and it's like... Actually, you can mix that in your diet and it's not so bad. So this is not really about food. You know, food comments, you know, please let's not have that argument here, though. Hey, I'm always up for learning. Having said that, I want a variety. I want richness. I want I want some beautiful things that we can do where we have fun. But dude, I also don't want to be stuck eating junk leftovers because I didn't think about it. I also don't want to get sick from foodborne illness because I didn't think about it. I don't want to miss out on good steak because the only thing I could find was bad cheap steak that was bad for me. I want you to have the same set of tools and options. And as I'm in the middle of this learning journey, playing with it, I want to bring that to you. And, and I've been having enough of these conversations with people like, why start a podcast? Why do all this? Honestly, because I keep sharing this just offline, right? With my friends in person, with clients I'm coaching, with people in the middle of a workshop. I'll have these aside conversations like, yeah, I know we're here to talk about this business strategy. I'm a business consultant, help build great companies, right? We help leaders build legendary brands. That's what I do with my company, Swaz Consulting. But on the side of those is like, hey, have you talked about how you do audiobooks? And have you talked about this family structure? And by the way, th- this leadership system for your team, th- did you know there's a cool AI tool that, that's pretty free and you could do that? Like all these aside conversations, people are like, ooh, that's good. Oh, I got to share that with somebody. Hey, do you have more on that? And I haven't started documenting them until now. So here we are. I'm going to talk about the cool stuff 
the things that I think open opportunities, that create options for you, not limit your options. I want to give you more and better ways to build the life you want. And so I'm going to briefly highlight some of the stuff I want to talk about here. I'm going to talk about two systems. One, of course, I I can't help but talk about the organizational leadership stuff. This is what I do. This is one of my great passions uh, and some of the stuff that I'm really seriously pursuing is how to help people build a legendary brand. And there are systems in that. We, We talk about five systems, customer insight, operational excellence, personalized service, memorable moments, and healthy leadership teams. And you put all this in an engine and we talk about the systems that we do this. You can create an amazing customer experience. Some of the other parts we talk about is how to build an employee engine. And so we'll talk about some of those things. Things like employee insight, giving them a fair deal, creating real community, connecting them to a bigger purpose, the trustworthy leaders, the employee engine, the customer engine. These aren't care more, squeeze tighter, if only you worked more hours. This is like, ah, just build the engine. It becomes a normal, healthy, easy to run operational system. You just do it. And the natural output is customers that love you and employees that are fully engaged. This is what I want to talk about. Or I want to talk about individual stuff, right? So maybe you're like, "Ah, I'm not the CEO yet, right? But I'm I'm on the process of becoming the leader that I dream of. Well, great. Then I want to talk about how to make your individual life better. And I think I've, I've uncovered over the years a lot of personal development and growth, a lot of uh, hard lessons in here going like, oh, I've been blowing that off and that matters. And I would say there are six things, six individual systems that when you put them together, I don't care what your job is, they make your life better. Whether you're a teacher at an elementary school, whether you're a CEO, whether you're a creative graphic designer, uh, whether you're a, a nonprofit leader who writes curriculum. These six things make your whole life better. Whether you're just trying to be a great dad, self-awareness, learning how to learn, a healthy inner life, decision-making, communication, and building high-trust relationships. These things make everything better. And I know I blitzed through a lot of that. That's okay. I'm not attempting to teach the whole system or explain all the stuff or play with all the tools here. I just thought before we get into all the tactics, it might be helpful for you to know where I'm coming from. Man, I want options. I want variety. I want a life full of fun and play and freedom. And ironically, I think the best way to do that is to set tactics and tools and systems up that say, if I want this, oh, here's four or five, six ways to build that. If I want to make that happen, here's, uh, here's, here's the way five other great people have done it. Here's how other organizational leaders have set it up. I want to reduce the stress, not add burdens to you. Honestly, it's my story. I'm crazy, wing it, fly by the seat of my pants guy. I'm not secretly like, don't tell. I love it when things go crazy and I get to make stuff up on the fly in front of a crowd. But I also know it's so much better for them and for me when I actually come into that with pre-planned predetermined options. When I've got tools and systems and I'm like, oh, that thing's what's going on. We got this, we got this. It just becomes a play you run. And you don't have to fall flat just because you didn't plan it. Or you don't have to be surprised. Like, why isn't this happening for me? And I, that, Or maybe you just kind of get out of the trap I've lived so many of my years in was the spike and crash, right? Where I get excited, I try stuff and then it flops. And I could not become who I dreamed of. I could not accomplish what I dreamed of because I was relying on pure excitement. 
Again, I'm excitement guy. It's easy for me to get fired up. Man, it's, it didn't work. I needed to figure out how to turn that excitement into something that made real lasting change in me and in the projects I was working on. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have some fun. I've got friends. We're going to get together and riff. Sometimes I will interview them. I happen to have been crazy blessed to know some truly world-class people from uh, best-selling authors, from novels to business books, um, to professional athletes. I mean, big timers, hall of famers, you probably know about, to business leaders. I mean, some of the famous CEOs of our time, multi-billionaires, international players. These aren't just local homegrown folks. These are people from all over the world. We're going to have a blast. I mean, some of my favorite people, though, aren't famous. They're just phenomenally good in this one micro category, and they're not trying to serve the world. They're trying to blow the socks off of this small group, and they are. And so we're going to have some fun and talk about all this stuff, but I've got a lot of ideas. I read a ridiculous amount. I mean, so much that I honestly don't recommend most people do it. If you don't have my exact lifestyle and my exact kind of career, you probably shouldn't read as much as I do. I I read over 200 books a year. We can talk about how and why that might fit for me when, when you probably don't need that much. But I've got ideas from those. Plus, my job is to create content and take all these things I'm learning and experiencing and turn it into new tools. So I'll share those as we create them. This is going to be fun. Fun for me. We'll see if it's fun for you. And I'm going to dive into the options, the tools, and I'm going to hopefully soup up your engine. So to switch the metaphor, right? I love building engines. Honestly, not physically, I'm not very good at that. But conceptually, lifestyle engines, company engines. Because in, the reason I like that metaphor is because it becomes a predictable tool. You can build it, measure it, improve it, assign somebody to run it, um, keep it going. It just becomes a normal rhythm. But the beauty of an engine is it doesn't tell you where you have to go. It just gives you the power to get there. So if that's interesting to you, if you want to come on the ride with me, and oh, by the way, I am going to do some on-location stuff because my life and work takes me all over the place. Just this next few months alone, I'll be in the mountains and I'll be on the beach. I'll be in the Mediterranean and I'll be in talking to folks in Latin America. I mean, I'm going to be all over the place having a blast and exploring all this with my friends and my clients and myself, and maybe hopefully with you, let's see if we can't figure out how to upgrade. Let's see if we can't figure out how to take our excitement and our dreams and make those real options for us. Welcome to the journey. Let's go. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, check out my website, www.scottwozniak.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K.com. And if you want to build a legendary brand, check out my company's website at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.